ইম্প্যাক্ট All of this of course to make this world a better place using technology. Tune in every week on hdsmartcast.com and listen to the podcast. HD Smartcast is India's fastest growing podcast producing platform. Let's get straight to this week's episode. Okay, welcome to the show. Uh how many of you have been told by parents that you should stop gaming? It's not good for you. How many of you are probably the parents who are telling your kids stop gaming it's not good for you I can bet you a lot of money that this guy has been told maybe the same by his parents uh, but they're extremely happy now that he runs a company that delves into exactly that With us on the show for this little edition of Tech for Change is uh, the founder at Playverse. They are a technology-enabled entertainment company built on Web3. They recently raised about 1.5 million dollars as seed funding from Japanese gaming company Akatsuki Inc, which is very very cool. Janil Aga is with us on the show. Janil, how are you, man? Good to see you. Hey man, thanks for having me. Really really happy to be here. And you guys have plans to launch a D2C brand which was going to focus on an interconnected universe of content and play i believe is that is that something that's happening in the pipeline absolutely absolutely so that's why the name playverse uh, i mean thinking you know joining the words of play and the universe uh, right. and of course the metaverse uh, so there is a little bit of word play out there but uh, yes uh, all of those things are pretty much lined up right so what you want to do is i believe unlock the full potential of you know an ip with a 360 degree approach in content and merchandise and what not uh let me start with the the issues and i want to speak about this from an india perspective if you don't mind um the issues that we have with the gaming industry at the moment and where there is room to grow in your opinion absolutely our entire uh, vertical of players games you know kind of uh, caters to what is called dopamine if you know yeah of uh, course man the dopamine hit that you get right? when you're playing a game of course yes absolutely right so so i think that's an important aspect whether we like it don't like it i think that reward mechanism is is something uh, that's super critical and inbaked into a lot of gamification as well yeah. we said hey guys uh, that's a real thing you know people want it there is a market for it uh, and we're going to go after it so our entire vertical of players games actually caters to this entire reward impact and coming to now your question on what is the issue specifically in india i think a lot of casual games have suffered from the lack of ability to monetize huh. right i okay. mean there is there is uh, they are able to get the eyeballs they are able to get you know the people engaged uh, but eventually they are not able to monetize either because of uh, you know lack of the the dollar per impression in terms of ad revenue 
or a lack of in-app purchases, which globally, by the way, is the number one uh, stream for that. So when we conceptualized our game, we said, look, we need to do something where uh, we are able to actually reward the gamers through a very, very, uh, very clear incentive mechanism. Right. Uh, and this is unlike the play to earn games, uh, which are kind of making all the headlines in the blockchain world today. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's something what we call fantasy three, okay. uh, where, you know, a concept of fantasy gaming uh, that's built on, uh, you know, on Web 3.0 that's on the blockchain. I cannot at this point reveal too much about the sure. uh, details of the game. Yeah, but I think you understand the concept that uh, we are coming up to some Thing which is very, very easy to understand. It's uh, very easy to participate. The participation would have to happen via NFTs. So there is the NFTs also have their utility, which a lot of people today don't know what they are doing uh, in terms of <laughs> investing NFTs, right? So we kind of want to go beyond the, the buzzwords and actually be able to create uh, real value. The NFTs unlock the game. Uh, you play the game because there is a very a high reward mechanism for playing the game. And sort of that's what we are going after. And we are conceptualizing our first game uh, should be out in... Uh, I think uh, the first uh, community will be out in three months and the game should be out in like less than six months. So that's the target that we are we are going after. So from a perspective of, like you just mentioned, everything you guys are going after, these are a lot of buzzwords that we hear in the industry, in various industries today. Everything right from yep. NFTs to your crypto and whatnot. Um, but there's been that beautiful line that kind of blends everything together. And, you know, I see gaming as the most easiest base block to kind of build on for everything nft for everything crypto because i mean that's how it's being done for a while now in that space you have skins you have you know various things that you can pick up using you know various in-house coins and tokens and whatnot and that's kind of like an extension of what nfts are in the base sense of understanding for the layperson out there you know who doesn't understand the entire space so from a perspective of what playverse does at the moment how do you see the gaming industry kind of looking uh in the next couple of years what do you say as technology trends in the next five years or so? So I think first and foremost, uh, if you look at history, right, uh, the gaming industry has always been a very very early adopter of almost almost every uh, not i would say almost every but some of the most uh, you know innovative uh, both at the hardware level as well as the software uh, side uh, innovations that have happened in technology purely because of the sheer processing that is required i mean if you go back to the history of microchips and uh, also with nvidia and you know a lot of these other companies even microsoft right i mean the innovation at the electronics level has happened because there was a need of gamers, right? right so right. I'm not at all surprised that it's, again, the gaming industry that is sort of taking, uh, you know, the leadership uh, pole position in terms of adoption of the Web 3.0, as we call it, uh, you know, the technology, whether it's building things on the blockchain or early adopters of alternative asset classes, as we call them today, which is uh, through non-fungible tokens or NFTs. Yeah. Uh, so coming to your question, I think, uh, and by the way, I have statistics also to back your <laughs> question so you know it's, it's not just what i'm saying but uh you know uh, there was it's it's remarkable that the blockchain gaming uh has grown at a staggering 2000 percent from wow. previous year wow Coming out of a dap radar and bga games report just published uh, i think last week right 52 percent of blockchain activity in wallets is attributed to blockchain gaming 
at this point. And we have almost an average of 1.2 million, you know, users. That is where the, what we call the unique active wallets, that that's the number that it's hit. There are like a ton, diamond dozen statistics around where you can, you will be convinced that whether you like it, whether your parents <laughs> like it, Chacha likes it, Chachi doesn't like it, yeah, hai. you know, <laughs> this is happening, right? We, we kind of either jump uh, on the bandwagon and we kind of uh, be part of the solution or, or whatever, you know, solve the problem of whatever the gaming industry is going through. Uh, or, uh, you know, we, we be bystanders and be cheerleaders, both both equally fine. You know? it, and there are it. many people who don't understand it, but say, hey, yeah, you guys are doing something really interesting and cool. And we, we are encouraging that. What are your Space. thoughts on the amazing, I mean, I, I read it and I was blown away, Microsoft's $69 billion acquisition of Activision. What are your thoughts on that? I would say I'm not surprised, right? I mean, if you look at, uh, again, Microsoft's entire strategy over, uh, you know, last quite a few acquisitions, right, that they've made. Uh, and some of them, uh, people, you know, would have questioned, like, uh, you know, what are you talking about or what are you thinking? But it's such a well-stitched strategy, right? I mean, Discord, who uses Discord, right? Discord was a community builder in the era of WhatsApp and Instagram, mainly for the gamers, right? It was all thought through. You build, you have the community, you bring in the publishers, you create the software that enables that, you kind of invest in all the AI VR, which is going to be the next phase. I'm sure they have got like maybe not less than 50 investments or conversations happening in people who are building pipelines for the metaverse and, and kind of interoperability of, of so many of these uh, multiple chains that are happening right as we speak so so i think i think it's it's uh i'm not at all surprised uh, uh you know uh, microsoft has always been uh has had that image of being that old boring company right always compared to the cool apple and i think uh you know they are uh they are now uh you know really going for the sixer as we call it right not yeah. baseball parlance but they're really hitting that helicopter shot you know yeah. so not surprised at all with their acquisitions right mm-hmm. and they are a business at the end of the day they, they cannot uh be you know sitting on the sidelines and watching this industry explode they, mm. they are going to be part coming back to microsoft's acquisition you know where you buy a pass say for example and then you have access to a gamut of everything you know that microsoft kind of offers from a gaming perspective i would like you to talk us through what you feel the models are going to be moving forward you know talk about our second vertical which i you know if i go back to my earlier point uh, it kind of caters to the perception of touch it's actually our d2c brand is going to be an interconnected toy brand when i say toy brand it's an actual physical toy brand and what is the reason right uh, this comes also caters to your very very make in india social need there is a very there is a regulation that was passed by the government of india in promoting uh, you know uh, make in india manufacturing where it's been very difficult to sort of import uh, you know toy products uh, yeah. from global suppliers right and then that market was 95% dominated by china i think that is also the global global number so you know whilst many people looked at this as a industry i would say headwind People like us said, hey, you know what? Every time there is a headwind, there is also an inherent moat, right? As we call it in the startup world, uh, barrier to entry being high. And and he said, we love this space because uh, we are a, a mission of adding joy. You cannot be adding joy without having your own toy brand, right? <laughs> uh, 
and we said this is a challenge that uh, you know the prime ministers put up uh, to entrepreneurs like us and we are going to grab it with both hands we at this point are actually already in four prototype making uh, we are making the physical toys and uh, we have a very very uh, moonshot vision around what these toys are going to be i can tell you they are going to be super cool because we are not talking about i can't wait i'm i'm just looking at when you look at it, the future of play right like for people like you and i when we grow up we would have action figures and we would create that own world of you know action figures in our mind and we would play with them here and what not but yeah. now i'm what i'm imagining with what you guys say and you can you know you can refute me on this is that let's say i pick up a play verse doll for a lack of a better choice in word sure. and i sure. put on a headset and i can use that doll to interact with in a world that i create maybe or that is already created for me is that is am i getting this right am i am i moving in the right direction i think you are probably where we would hope to be uh, you know in the near future because you're talking about an entire immersive experience by yeah. the way we can totally do it the only reason i said it is i'd say half a decade away purely because we're talking about india and we're talking about the affordability of uh, these headsets uh, to the okay. masses right okay, okay, so okay. i think the technology as well as uh, people like us are itching to kind of bring in those kind of products but that would be uh, you know the vcs who are listening to this call will be happy to know that we are <laughs> we are always always looking at our total addressable market first uh, so uh, while you build cool things uh because it's great uh, in sounds cool but then you also build things with sell right uh and and that's a philosophy as well so uh this will definitely come very soon complete immersive experience but what we're doing right now is solving the problem of just being able to kickstart this industry in india and create intelligent things that we are proud of right i'm yeah. talking about creating strategy themes i'm talking about iot i'm talking about automatic updates on toys when they're connected to wifi i mean why do things have to be so boring when the cost of electronics has come down so much right it's because we are limited by imagination so uh, i think we want to have fun uh, while doing it and we don't want to do boring stuff uh, so Uh, at least that's hope uh, we will go through our series of iterations and mvps but yes i uh, you need to you need to aim high so I agree. that is what playbox toys is doing super wonderful speed bumps that you faced along the way I, I'd love if you could talk us through some of your biggest uh, speed bumps and how you've kind of overcome those. I'm I, sure I, you I have a lot. I know. I'm sure you have yeah. a lot. But maybe one that kind of comes to your mind, and you know, you could help us with that. I mean, I could write a book on that, right? <laughs> I mean, it's so funny, but it's a very, very it's a question that hits. <laughs> it, 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 you know, it's it's so relevant to any founder, any entrepreneur, but. Uh, you know, to be honest, Playverse is still in its uh, early and nascent journey, right? And and we already anticipate, uh, uh, you know, a lot of of these speed bumps coming our way. Uh, but uh, I think I can speak from my previous experience. Sure, because, you you're know, talking I'm, about Planet Superheroes. Yes, I'm. I'm a second time founder, and yeah. and and I'm you know closely connected to the gaming industry because Planet Superheroes was recently actually uh, sold to uh, Nordwin, Nordwin uh, which yeah. is the largest esports company in in you know in India. If I look at experiences, uh, you know, from the past, be it Planet Superheroes or the early uh, experiences that we've had, uh, even while building Playverse. I think uh, there is you know our biggest challenge in India is we are. the founders are i i have a lot of respect for indian founders we are all competing at at the level of berlin or tel aviv or san francisco or hong kong and shanghai in terms of what we can do and what our ambition is but at some point i think most of us face this you know kind of a glass ceiling when it comes to consumer 
affordability and purchasing power right and, and sometimes you know that is what is happening i think a lot of founders listening to this may kind of resonate whether they're building direct to consumer brands whether they're building some unique or cool eventually when it comes to monetization they're like damn you know where are we going to get the people to pay that money same same thing you launch in us you'll have some you know founder doing it there and suddenly the guys reach like an arr of 5 million 6 million and either oh 2 million ki arr karte karte you know we are like you know we have, oh, hey, हिंदी भी से बहुत बहुत पापड़ बेलना पड़ता है सो आई थिंक i think in general um, you know this whole you know concept of experimentation and being really really uh, glued to uh, you know your listening to your consumer and really solving for them uh, to be able to build this in 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 a very steady manner versus throwing capital at problems yeah. i think those are the biggest learnings that have come over the last 7 uh, years whether Well, you know whether we were launching planet superheroes which was in a niche whether we launched offline stores uh, across 12 states in india uh, whether it was the acquisition the sales you know covid i think everything is about uh, you know building out small experiments and and kind of enjoying the journey you know i think i think that's the overarching uh, learning uh, over the last 7 years and i i have loved every every single bit of it which is why i'm doing it again <laughs> awesome now playverse is aiming to actually localize i think global content into regional languages as well uh is that going to be one of the keys kind of moving forward that we'll have to regionalize things if you want more wider adoption of the same right so what you just uh, touched upon is our first vertical or rather you know one of the as i just spoke about the three pillars right uh, the playverse games was the blockchain playverse toys is our d2c toy brand and and this is what what you're talking about is playverse media yeah. uh, and uh, you know we really want to bring a great global animation content uh, to india and uh, again this this problem statement has come from inbound interest and requests from so many 12 to 20 year olds anime fans i mean as we speak today i have got like a telegram community of which has an active engagement of 550 messages on a day i i cannot even keep up with that you know we got 7000 organic responses of a survey a lot of consulting firms don't get that after paying uh, you know lakhs of rupees uh, to get those surveys done but what we've been doing is we touched upon a need uh, that we realized that these guys have uh, they all really want they love uh, you know this japanese anime uh, content but many of them are also not really in your metros and urban cities uh, and they don't really cater to or they, they don't exactly understand and enjoy uh, yeah. you know the japanese version with the english subtitles and they really want it to be dubbed in in regional languages so uh, you know this is this is something that i will be frank and and say that this is an mvp or a or a hypothesis that we are uh, validating at this point on whether or not there is a sizable market uh but if if that checks out and if we feel like there are going to be enough people who I feel like sky is the it, limit absolutely i mean we are we are talking about building another crunchy roll uh you know i i don't know if you know about crunchy roll it's a global ott platform that uh, is focused only on japanese anime uh, it was recently sold for a uh, billion dollars uh, you know uh, at&t sold it to sony uh, and uh, and and you know uh, while those options are always available for indians uh, they do get it in the in the bare uh, form which is in japanese with english subtitles and and thanks to our investor katsuki uh, you know which is a listed gaming company uh, we obviously have Uh, some kind of an unfair advantage in kind of having uh, reach with uh, you know japanese studios and ip owners there's a little more credibility uh, you know that would be attributed to you know what what one might think as a small startup in india but uh, so that's what we are going after at this point we are uh, really engaging with the community understanding 
uh, what are the titles that they want uh, is this even really a problem like you know do they just want hindi as a as, yeah. as a as a as a good to have or is it like a really burning pain right and, and accordingly we will take our uh, you know steps whether you know on, on scaling this uh, uh, you know and building out an our own unique ott but but the larger picture of players was that caters to your vision uh, perception you know that's joy coming in from site Uh, and uh, where that all these things come in together is when we have an engaged community when we have capabilities yeah. of uh, you know having owning that uh, customer base uh, and when we have this relationship with ip owners we then actually start also unlocking a beautiful metaverse service right to these guys because that's when things get really interesting i mean imagine a, a anime fan who suddenly gets into a uh unlocks a particular door which opens up to the guy who's who's the actual writer you know or or you know the, who's actually created their favorite character or uh, there is a quote about their best uh, episodes that are available or there are certain uh, hidden or cut you know uh, scenes right behind the behind the scenes kind of element or or the story or the inspiration there is so much to do with it right once you open it up to, uh, you know in the digital world in the metaverse so very again another moonshot idea lot of lot of ideas around wow. we are exploring everything what i love <laughs> is that the fact that you guys are taking such big risks and you know really betting on some certain things it's uh, i mean it's always risk versus reward it comes down to that at the end of the day higher the risk higher the reward i guess and uh, man jenny i'm sad to say that i have barely scraped the surface of what you guys can do and what not but because we are at a lack of time i want to uh, thank you by um by by you know f- for being here and for kind of breaking this down make it so easy for us to understand i want to leave us off with one thing what would janiel's advice be to his younger self wow my advice uh, to my younger self would be always listen to the customer first solve for a small niche first and really bang the problem uh, hit it out of the park before trying to solve for too many people at the same time uh, that again i would sell to my entrepreneur self uh to my otherwise uh, risk taking uh, brash self i would be I, i would just say as my friends would say just uh, be be a little more humble i love <laughs> it I no i mean i really i really have enjoyed this bit of conversation and i wish you guys a play was all the very best the future looks bright man and full of dopamine so let's keep it going thanks buddy thanks enjoyed lovely talking it was a great conversation thanks pleasure is all man thank you Thank you so much for listening to this little episode of Tech for Change. You can find me, your host K, on uh, Instagram. I'm probably the most active there at the rate off air with K. That is off air with K A Y. I'm going to be back next week for another episode of Tech for Change. And if you'd like to give us feedback, well, you as a listener can reach out to us on at the rate HT Smartcast on multiple platforms. We're present on Facebook, Twitter. Instagram, YouTube, LinkedIn and Clubhouse. Now to listen to more podcasts, make sure you log on to www.htsmartcast.com. I'll see you soon. Take care. This was a Radio One production brought to you by HT Smartcast. HT Smartcast.